0: Uh, welcome back to soul back this is the r&b podcast and we are back guys with 1998 what a great year and before we get started on that tom um carrie hilson just announced that she's pregnant victoria monet just announced that she's pregnant cassie just announced she's pregnant and wow. i don't know who uh i don't know if you're the right person to be giving baby advice to but what's your advice for anyone that's out there that's about to have a child.
1: That's that pandemic love, Ed, right? <laughs> I was gonna
0: play, I was gonna tell you these are these COVID babies. I know what that is. All right. Well, uh Tom, do you wanna start off with a couple of shout outs? Cause I see a lot of people here uh commenting. I see Shaquille uh, Perry in here. Watney I gotta, Watner's in here.
1: I gotta give out a to first of all, can I give a shout to real quick to someone who's not here tonight, but but someone I want to give a shout to anyway, guys. Sure. Do you mind do that? I actually don't know his name. Uh, right. but, it's going to be <laughs> hard hit, to shout him out. But this guy hit us up on Twitter and said, man, much love to Tom Ed and Kyle. I'm looking forward to when the pandemic's over and you guys could all be in the same room to do the podcast again. Nice. <laughs> Little does he you know, know, we all live in different regions of the world. Yes,
2: yeah. the magic of social media. You could never tell, but... <laughs> i mean it's all love it all feels like one cohesive unit so i actually think it's a compliment
0: yeah mm-hmm. um but guys let's let's focus here 1998 what yes. a year for us and what we're also going to be doing just like we did last week with our good friend Shaquille perry we're going to invite a couple of guests to come join us to talk about their top three albums of that year but before we do that let us recap The year for for everyone out here, and Ed, you said that 1998 is one of, if not your favorite year of R&B.
2: My favorite year of music, period. I was just telling Tom before we got started. Usually, I'm the level headed one. I'm the one keeping you two in check, especially you, Kyle. But (laughs) tonight, I will be a stand because there are so many of my all time favorite albums to drop in this year. This is the year that, like, I was in college. Like I think it was like going into my sophomore year, and I had the freedom. I had my car. I'm driving around, rocking a lot of these albums. Just so many great memories, and as you'll soon see, so much quality music. I feel like I've written about this before. You can check it out on Stolen Stereo. 1998 to me is one of the last blockbuster years of music for hip hop and R and B across the board. Just incredible.
1: I mean, for me, I was man. 14, I think 15. Wow. So I was still pretty young. I mean, when you're that age, you can't really appreciate it. You're caught up in the moment. You hear something that sounds good. Maybe you can't relate to all the lyrics. I mean, Kyle, how old were you even?
0: 1998. I was I was eight. <laughs> Damn. That's what I say. I'm sure he was not 19. Yet. Ed was like, what, 33?
2: Oh, calm down. I was a good <laughs> 18 or so doing my thing in college. More grown than you two. Shaquille Perry was coming out of the womb that year. Crazy. Yes. Wow. Damon was like the size of a ham sandwich. So we got some youngins in the house, but they know the R&B.
0: That's respect. Yeah. And guys, when I look at this list of albums that we have to talk about today, I don't even know if we're going to get to that. If we're going to be able to keep it to one hour like we normally do. Luckily, I found out Instagram live actually lets you go for four hours now. I don't know if anyone else knew this. But uh what does YouTube let you go for? YouTube lets you go until you don't want to record anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so shout out, shout out to our people tuned in on YouTube. Shout out to everyone tuned in on Instagram, live.
0: Yep. So I mean we gotta get started, right? And I'm just looking at these albums, I'm looking at the debuts, and even the debuts are, are fire. But let's get started here. Last week we started with the with the fellas. This week let's start with the ladies. De- uh deborah cox ed i know you love deborah cox let's start there yes my baby mom's deborah Cox.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this album and i'm gonna say this a lot so just get ready to me this is her best album and of course came out in 1998 she was coming off of incredible debut this one raised the stakes and some of her most memorable material comes from this one so 1998 is with something in the water and this album is one of her best well to me her best
1: love this album as well definitely her most you know producer her most well-known songs probably her biggest hits those dance hits which was always a weird thing to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: like how that how she got into that lane if that was her third lane or what happened but she made her name for herself there too so love
0: this album And, of course, we have the two big, big records on there. We can't be friends with RL, as well as Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. And between the two of you, can one of you guys do the Nobody's Supposed to Be Here challenge? It's been blowing up on Instagram.
2: Uh, I will not be doing that because I'm not trying to make us lose watches. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what it is. You don't? True story. I I don't go on the Internet. True story. No, no, that is a true story. Yeah. But it's exactly what it sounds like. Okay. Yeah.
0: You're you're supposed to like sing that last part of nobody's supposed to be here when Deborah Cox is just going off. You gotta yeah, be that, able to do that as well. Okay.
2: That, no, 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 no. You know it, but gotcha. I don't know if you can do it. <laughs> do it, Tom. And
1: shout out to shout out to Things Just Ain't the Same, which the the original version wasn't on the album. I think it was on a soundtrack. But yep, the remix
0: was yep. And actually, I spoke to Shep Crawford last week, and he told me the lead single was supposed to be September, the record that Stevie J produced. That record mm-hmm. is crazy, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love, I mean, it's a little weird to think back and consider that's it, but that's a really good song. I like this over now. I thought that was a good single. It didn't, of course, blow yeah. up as much as others, but I mean, top to bottom, I'm not going to find any fault in this album.
0: Mm-mm. Uh let's go to another album here. I'm just looking at my collage. Uh let's go with uh let's go with Faith Evans, second album. She had Oof. a monstrous debut, second album, solid as well. A lot of great ballads on here. Lately I, the Diane Warren record. That's like one of the saddest songs of all time.
2: Oh, if man. it's Diane Warren, she's gonna get a tear jerk out of you, no know, question. <laughs> I'm a, this is gonna be my one controversial point of the podcast. Wow. I like this record. I lo- I like it. I like it. But to me, it doesn't compare to the debut or the third album. I think she outdid herself both times. Mm. So when it came out in 98, I was a little disappointed because I love her debut so much. And it was just not as good as that. And even listening to it today, I'm like, this is really good, but it's just not great, great, great. But I'm not going to hate on it at all because it has some of my favorite Faith album cuts on it kelly price was all over this album we'll get to her later
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i like it too i i I loved it at the time i remember buying it the first week it came out obviously i loved all night long when it came out love like this obviously definitely the ballads the interludes yeah so it's 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 a great album and uh one of my favorites this year but we'll see if it ends up in my top three
0: caramel kisses is on this album too right
2: Oh, it is. Yeah, it's yep. a great song. I had a friend who was obsessed with that song.
1: <laughs> Don't forget Never Gonna Let You Go was it. That was a babyface song. Oh right? yes, that was that was,
0: that was a great song. Yep. Uh let's go with uh Whitney Houston. That was a great Play album up. that had the dark child record.
2: I'm just gonna drag all those albums off this wall when we finish here and just listen to every one of them. That is my it's not Whitney's best album, but it is my favorite Whitney album. Another one, top to bottom, I just love. I remember by '98, like you know, Whitney wasn't something that I was like really listening to a lot because, as common I talked about earlier, it was too much rough riding and Rockefellering going on <laughs> at that time. So I was all into that. But Whitney, there's something about this album that she was just able to adapt her sound to the times, that worked so well. It had Missy joints on it. She had like a Wyclef joints on it, which was big at the time. And yeah. I love that she was able to transition to the times without sounding off. Like this isn't the equivalent of when we hear our legends today, you know, trapping. But this was a good transition and it worked so well. And one of it's my favorite personal Whitney album.
1: I see a lot of love for this album in the comments. Shaquille Perry, yeah. that's Whitney's best album. Same thing with Lawrence. He said the same um surface three two three whitney killed it nicolette carney agrees with that so people love this one damon said this is his favorite whitney album
0: i mean you can't really say no to the heartbreak hotel record no oh, man can't that's an amazing i wish we song. got more
1: collaborations like that now i mean we just need that
2: we don't get it agreed well you do. You got Kale- not Kaleesh. you got Kalani <laughs> and Tiana kissing in the bathtub. Oh, like that. What else God. do you want, Tom?
0: <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Man. All right. Uh where do we go here? I guess we'll have to talk about Brandy and Monica. Um, oh, you
2: know we will, or we'll get kicked out of here.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I'll start off with the Brandy album because I think to me it's if it's not her best album, it's her second best album. I still think Aphrodisiac is, is really good. But this album was like crafted perfectly from the sequencing, the big singles, mm-hmm. the transition from Brandy's debut to this one, her linking up with Dark Child. Like, I think it was just a perfect marriage on this album.
2: Agree. I think that this is her best album. I still don't like that May song. I don't care what y'all say in the soul and stereo cypher. I don't like that song. (laughs) But other than that, this is a pretty complete body of work. And this is another one where the album cuts are just as good. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, they're better than the singles. And and I talk about this all the time when I review albums. And people are like, oh, you gave this album such a low score. The singles bop. Two singles does not make a strong album player. What I'm looking (laughs) for are those album cuts, the consistency going the sequence and going left and right. That's what you got from this album.
1: Let me ask you this, Kyle, about this album. Well, mm-hmm. I remember when I was younger, I felt like it was more poppy than some of her other stuff. And I thought this was where she was going to make that move to the pop lane full time mm-hmm. and never turn back. But it seems like she didn't end up going that route after. I mean, how did you feel know about that?
0: Well, it's funny because I, inter- I just interviewed All for One yesterday. And some of those Diane Warren records, which were super big in 98, they didn't really necessarily uh, transition over to the new millennium because at mm. that point, by 2000, it had become very, very hip-hop-ish, had that bounce to it. So I don't know if those Diane Warren records would have made it. And by 2000, isn't that when like Backstreet and Sync and Britney Spears really like started dominating the charts? So Absolutely. Unless Brandy moved over to that Max Martin sound.
3: Like, yeah.
0: I don't think that would have happened, but there was a period of time, I think right before Britney Spears popped off, like Brandy was the biggest thing in America. Mm. And, and our, a lot of the that comments, was due
2: to Moesha as well. I yeah. so can't really discount yeah. that. Yeah. I see
1: a bunch of comments asking why Happy wasn't a single.
2: That's I see a, great a comment asking why I put that and everything wasn't a single. That should have been a single.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, Angel in Disguise wasn't a, an actual single, was it? Like That was just like didn't yep. it just get radio play and kind of blew up? So, yep. again, there's just so much great material. I'm sure they had a game plan of what they wanted to be singles. But every song that we've named, I like better than all the singles.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, Now let's talk about Monica's album, which is, weirdly enough, titled The Boy Is Mine.
2: Still mm-hmm. weirds me out to this day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a bad
1: decision at the time. Still do. But I'll let you guys speak on it.
2: No, but the actual I mean, beyond the title, the actual album is great. Again, one of her better albums. I don't think it's the best. I think her debut's still the best. But this one is probably her mm. from what I've seen on social media, if not her most beloved, one of her most beloved albums, because it has the big singles on it. And it's really diverse in that it has the soulfulness of the debut, but still has a lot of kind of kinda of, I don't want to call them urban records because that kinda of gets on my nerves. But mm-hmm. albums it's records that are much more up tempo that she can kind of play around with, and I think resonated well on radio. So, this was an album that helped get Monaco to that next level and did not disappoint in that regard.
1: I see the comment from Lawrence that was Clive Davis's idea to name it after the single. Yeah, I mean, you could tell it was a label decision, it's just yeah, and you could see why they did it to try to capitalize, but I, I, of course. You know, I felt kind of cheap. But regardless, I like this album too. You know, the first night. Love that song. Mm-hmm. Just that Jermaine Dupri knock. I just yep. still listen to that one a lot. The sample I felt was flipped perfectly. Yep. Love that one.
0: And then, of course, you have Angel of Mine, which is like a classic record now. Um, yeah. And the Space Jam song was on this album, too, for you, yep. I will. So great song and a great album. Um, can we talk about some groups now? Of course. Uh, let's start off by talking about Total. We uh, love Total.
2: We love wow. Total, and I love this album. Um, you know, Total, to me, sometimes y'all beat up on my girls too much. Mm. Y'all are like, oh, that, that so-and-so can't sing. Y'all complaining about people singing and then get mad at me when you're talking about these 2020 singers. <laughs> <and stuff>. Total <laughs> knew their lane, and what they knew is they, they had a vibe, and they used the production to ride that. And that's why this album works so well. I am not a Mace fan, as I made clear earlier, but that song he has on this album, for whatever mm. reason, to this day, I will just randomly just say his whole verse. It dries on my you. I'll just, like, start beating that joint. Love this album, and the singles are fun, too.
1: When I look back at this album, it just reminds me of how cool Toto was. They kind of went in a different direction of all the other girl groups. They were just so aggressive. Like, Trippin', I remember when I first heard that, man, it just hit you in the face, that when Missy mm. came on in the beginning... Love that one. I love Sitting Home. Even the remix when Shine first came out, you know, and people I'm are like, is that, is that a biggie? You're like, who is that? Yep, yep. And then, you know, there's some other gems over here. I like the song um, Rain as well. So I'm a total fan.
0: Nice. It's crazy because uh, we just talked about Faith's album. We're going to talk about 112's album later. Total. Like those albums, like Bad Boy was on a run at that point because they yeah. dropped like one week right after one another. And that's crazy to think about now all on one label so like puff really had the game on lock yeah
2: i remember that so well because it was it was had to be october because it was around my birthday and all these albums was just like blah 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 at birthday from puff he was hooking me up <laughs> <laughs>
0: um another female group that dropped an album in 98 is escape which happens to be their last album to date mm-hmm. did you guys like this one
2: Loved it. And it doesn't, it's another album that does not get the love that it deserves today. I don't think Escape gets the love they deserve today because this was their last album. They well-documented what was going on behind the scenes and they parted ways. And other than that EP a couple years ago, we really haven't had any other joint projects from them. And that's a shame because I've always said that Escape went out on top, so to speak. They never Mm -hmm. fell off. Every album is solid. Every album is good. This is my favorite escape album. I probably not the best one, but it's definitely my favorite. And man, again, I keep talking about these album cuts. Y'all have not heard these albums we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Go check them out because beyond the singles, there's so much gems here.
1: I um, I love I love our our supporters of people tuning in.
0: Yeah.
1: Our boy Lawrence asked why wasn't Total on the Puff Puff Daddy and the Family album that came out in 97? I would love to know that too. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, that's a good question i'm sure we can we can dig that up
1: that is a great question
0: Mm. because their debut came
1: before 97 we gotta we'll speak to one of the members eventually i think pam is a little busy we'll get to one of the others
0: we'll ask uh can we talk about the fellas here all right all right um let's go with montel jordan let's ride ed that was a huge song people forget montel had hits
2: we talked about this, I guess, on the last episode. Like, Montel had hits. Montel had more than this is how we do it, and they wear this video out. Oh, my gosh. Every time I turn on BET, he was walking down that little hallway or whatever was going on <laughs> in that video. But, yeah, so this is-, is yet another hit of the time, and Montel just proved that he was more than the one-hit wonder that we labeled him as, because, again, another successful record for him. That, and as an album, another good one.
0: I think he had, I can do that on this album as well. And that was a big hit as well. Wow. So, um, um, uh, Tom, do you want to talk about Maxwell? He dropped a big album that year.
1: This would be my controversial statement of the episode, his Embryo oh album. I didn't know. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I just, I just never could get into this one. I was so obsessed with his debut album. Like this one to me was a bit, was a bit left and yeah it's another one Ed. i feel like i'm gonna have to keep struggling to try to figure it out i mean i'm curious to hear what the people in the comments think about about the embryo album but mm-hmm. ed what did you think
2: well it's funny you mentioned this because not too long ago maybe a couple months ago on the solo stereo site i listened and reviewed and ranked his entire discography and guess what came at number one embryo and mm, I, wow. i'm with you <laughs> for a long time i could not get into this album because i preferred the sound of the debut And when you listen to it in 2020, it actually sounds like something that would come out in 2020. It sounds really, really fresh in a weird way. I think it was ahead of its time and it kind of took some folks off guard. It's not a very accessible album, so it's not one that you can just put on and just listen to. In some ways, it feels like one long song. But I really like it. I like the writing. I like the atmosphere. It's it's vibes without being boring. To me, it's his best work. Ed. But I know that, that could be controversial.
1: First of all, two things. First of all, number one, a 14-year-old Tom, was. there was no way he was going to be able to figure out this Maxwell album. It was definitely <laughs> too complex. So I'm going to revisit. Oh. Number two, there's a comment in here from our best friend, Shaquille Perry, who told you to stay off the weed. That's not Maxwell's Stay off best the album. weed?
2: <laughs> no wow. weed. Calm down, player. But I mean, again, I'm not it's not something I'm going to argue because even 18 year old Ed was not filling this album for real. I like Coco Cure. That was the only thing I liked. But listening to it today, I really have a greater appreci- appreciation for it. And I think it's very,
0: very strong.
1: Kyle, are you sitting right next to the sun? I, I don't I, know what's going on. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't have a light in this room, so I only have a lamp. And uh, it's getting heavy. Yeah, he looks like he's about to put on some embryo. Look at that
2: <laughs> I feel you, Kyle.
0: Very aquatic. Oh, <laughs> um, oh now I've lost focus here. Um, let's talk about Ed. It's time. It's time. Are you still in the game?
2: I'm still in the game, player. I am still in the game. I'm oh, on my, my goodness. Put on my giant shades and chain hanging down. My boy, Keith.
0: Can we talk about this album? Isn't this your favorite album from Keith? Oh,
2: calm down. It ain't my favorite Keith album, but shout out to um, Derek Dunn. We discussed this on his podcast, The Lost Episode. Um, (laughs) This album, and overall, in, in Keith's discography, I'd put it in the middle. It's a little underrated, but as a project it's pretty okay it holds up it's got some again i keep going to the album cuts that are better than the actual singles not a bad release but no not my favorite keith album. my long shot
1: mm. can mm-hmm. i can i can i bring up an album kyle um, I, I don't know if you're going there on this episode or not it has to be brought up kyle
0: are you talking about kenny Lattimore? No. I can guarantee you he's not talking about Kenny Latimer. Oh, okay, I'm well.
1: talking about a double a double album that may or may not oh, be allowed to be spoken
0: of. Okay, now they can yell at you and not me. But go ahead. Um, are you talking about the Prince of Darkness? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, I just wanted to mention one thing about R. Kelly's R album. We don't condone anything that he's done. We don't support him anymore. But I just thought it was a monumental moment when he dropped that double CD because it was pretty rare to me see an artist, an R&B artist do that. And it had some some hits and some gems. And I just remember that moment. That's all I wanted to
2: say. Well, I'll just follow up on that and then we can move on before we get canceled. But I agree with Tom. It was different to have an R&B artist at the time because we were having a lot of hip hop artists that were dropping double albums. Yeah. It was kind of different to have an R&B artist do it. And I don't like a lot of double albums because it's too much. It's just like I get lost into it. And it's too much filler. This didn't really have that, and it's one of his better albums. It's probably top five albums for me for him. So, he did his thing. Still pees on people. Um,
4: <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: we don't like I said we don't support him anymore,
1: but we just want to touch on history that happened with music.
0: Listen, so. we're gonna get right, yelled at history. if we're gonna get yelled at either way. If you mention him, we get yelled at. If oh, we don't, yeah. it, it happens. So, right, uh, you're you're not wrong. So the album came out in 1998. This cannot be disputed. Correct, <laughs> and it's good. That can't be
2: disputed. Uh, that that's subjective. Well, ain't subjective over here. It's good. I mean, I wouldn't call it a classic. No, I didn't. now I ain't go that far. I just said it was. Good.
0: <laughs> well, what I'm gonna do after this podcast? I'm gonna go on Amazon.com. Do you guys remember back in the day looking at like reviews that people would write on Amazon? Oh, oh no. I yes i used to do that at work yes the, those are the real reviews because those people actually bought the cd and wrote up a true. review and a lot of times you would see reviews that were like one star and you're like man this album must suck and then the write-up says i didn't receive this package in pristine condition <laughs> yes, so. yes. Oh, boy. amazon
2: reviews used to be hilarious
3: yes
0: so shout out to amazon um can we talk about? Uh, well, Kenny Lattimore dropped an album, and I mean, we, we have to go here now. And I've been waiting a long time <laughs> for this one. Oh, Drew Hill and One Twelve,
1: dude. Kenny oh, Lattimore Lord. gets one sentence, and he—that's and it. <laughs> Damn! Well, I feel I, so. We never touch on this guy, uh, and all I'm, of a sudden, hey man, fact, Kenny I, Lattimore I, dropped an album. Moving on. I, I threw Damn. you.
0: A, I threw you a lob, and you mentioned the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? Oh, jeez. <laughs> No, this is actually a really good Kenny Lattimore album.
2: It is, it is. And I mean, I'm sure I'm the only one here that's heard it in its completion. But like, it's a good album for sure. I mean, not better than the two albums that Kyle wants to talk about a lot. But my boy Kenny, as I will always say, is one of the best voices in R&B of our generation. So that shines once again here on this album.
1: Listen, Kenny Lattimore probably in 98 would have appealed more to my parents who would have been in their 40s than a 14-year-old Tom. Am I encouraged by saying that? Uh, I
0: don't
2: know. No. I was a little Kenny. But again, I was 18. I was doing full- some things. So you're 14. <laughs> you're listening to DJ Clue. It's a, different, yeah. a little well, different.
0: Tom, let me, let me put this to you because this is an actual true fact. Uh, in the Michael ja- uh, Jordan documentary, Last Dance, there oh. is a clip of Jordan on the bus with headphones on and everyone started wondering what was he listening to? And it turns out he was listening to this Kenny Lattimore album.
2: Yes, because you- it was nine, eight and it was hot.
0: Did they win that game or lose that game? I think they won the NBA championship that year, Tom. Oh, that hyped him up. I, I guess so. Wow. can voice will
2: do it to you. It gives you superpowers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to check I it out. It. All right. Well, here's two albums I know all of us have checked out. Uh, 112's sophomore album, Drew Hill's sophomore album. I'm actually curious to see how you guys rank these later on in your top three. But let's start with 112 here because I would say the the, the debut was quite ballad heavy. This wasn't as ballad heavy. This had that true bad boy sound to it, Tom
1: i have to share this story for those who haven't heard it yet maybe i haven't shared this on the podcast but i was interviewing mike of 112 and i told him how i was a a 112 fan and room 112 was my favorite album back when i was younger i told him my aol screen name was something like tl room 112 and he got this weird look on his face like he was so embarrassed for me it looked like he wanted to jump out of the interview and that and and, and, (laughs) luckily we're still cool because mike is a good dude but that's a true story guys that was my screen name but yeah i love that story it always cracks
2: me up
1: at least i'm man enough to share it guys all right (laughs) no i'm not mad
2: be real with
1: it (laughs) but this 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 album was one of the ones that really brought me into that r&b space i just loved it you know and so many songs i hear i still will listen to and uh except for your letter that's probably the saddest song you could ever find Guess who and, wrote,
0: Gay, hey, guess who wrote
2: that song? Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, she and is funny,
2: the queen of sorrow today.
1: Now, Funny Feelings on this album, if you guys know that one, is another yep. one I can't listen to. It's just, these songs are too
0: sad.
2: Funny Feelings I can listen to a little bit more than your letter. But, yeah. to piggyback off of Tom, I mean, you're right. This album, to me, my favorite 112 album, one of my favorite groups ever, and I love the progression because the debut, I love the debut, um, but it is really ballad heavy, and I like, I like ballads, so that works for me, and this mm-hmm. was more of a mix. It had the up-tempo, bad boy mm-hmm. stuff, but it still had the slow jam, so yeah, okay. to me, this is, when I think of 112 at their peak, this is the definitive 112 album. To me, their best album.
1: Did you consider this one a classic?
0: Either mm-hmm. of you guys?
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. I think that would be their
1: Ed, debut. Ed, I thought you were on record as their first three were classics.
2: Well, I oh. definitely think it's five <laughs> stars. But Bring back the tape. Well, no, I mean, I am not. I probably said that. But you know I have differentiated. There's a difference between classic and five stars. For what? Me. And, Are you yes, kidding me? We've talked oh. about this before. Uh, to me, oh. a classic is defined by longevity and legacy. Five stars is just what you rated at the moment. But anyway, this hmm, is a five-star right. album to me. Classic, it feels like it. It feels like it. Of all of theirs, it would probably lean most toward being classic status.
0: Well, I'll say this. Love You Like I Did is an amazing song. Sa- same with Nevermind. It's love, love that song. amazing. It's song. like the same song, but they're both amazing. Um, Which one? Yes. What is the same? Nevermind. mind. Oh. It's like the same In song. our mind is nothing like. I don't think it's that. the same song. It, it's the right. same song. I could listen to <laughs> both, and I wouldn't like. We should play a game one day where, like, we we blindfold me, and then you play both records, and you tell me which one is which. I'll be able. Oh to get my it. goodness! Might, we blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Tom. I know Peaches and Cream and Dance with Me haven't aged very well for you. Has anywhere?
1: Uh, better, I'd say, than those two you named.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely, I'd say. So has Love Me, which I didn't really consider just for that moment. I still love that song, too, although I never hear it on the radio as like a throwback, which is interesting, I guess.
2: Interesting. I mean, they sure wore it out in Virginia in 98, but, you know, I always hated Peaches and Cream, so be Mm. done with that. Reminds Mm. me of oatmeal. Oatmeal. Oh, my
1: goodness. Tom loves Oatmeal. I do, actually. Plain Oatmeal.
0: Oh, good old Tom <laughs> flavorless Tom uh, alright Uh Drew Hill's second album which I don't know if I like it more than their first I think their first is slightly better yeah but I mean this mm-hmm. is the one with the huge hits Um and I'm
2: sure the comments will yell at us because I have heard especially in the cypher that most people prefer the second album I'm with you I prefer the debut
0: but yeah
1: it's easy for me debut
0: but this album has the best Drew Hill song of all time, Beauty. So, mm, that by oh, itself. No,
2: no, quite. I mean, again, this, this one is more maybe four and a half stars instead of five, but I love this one a lot. And again, maybe the definitive of Drew Hill album.
1: Here's my critique of this one if they would have just chopped a few of the songs off, it probably would have been a five star album for me. It just was a little too
0: long oh.
2: for me. And that, uh, that 100% what agree. Yeah. Yes, that's the issue.
0: Uh, we talk about sad Diane Warren songs. What about What Do I Do With Love? Isn't that like the saddest song of all time?
2: <laughs> How many saddest songs of all time you got? We got a lot There's of them in 98. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the songs that could probably go. Well sung. It's not a terrible song, but definitely not one I revisit a lot. Beauty
1: Remix is better, said Shaquille Perry. Was Ooh. Case on that? Yes, yep. I think so, yep. Yeah.
2: But
1: not a big part. I never really figured out what Case did on the song.
2: Background vocals? I, I never heard the remix that much. Even like when it came out in V eight, they were still playing the original. I heard the remix like two or three times.
0: Mm. So, I think that concludes the albums that came out from people that weren't rookies. Um, am I missing anything right now? I'm just quickly taking a look here. No, I well, think we
1: could... can. I name a couple um, soundtracks. Actually,
0: yes. Yeah, do please do. We had
1: a Doctor Doolittle soundtrack. Ooh, yes, with, the, sir. with the
0: Aaliyah record?
1: With the Aaliyah record with the, with the baby in the background? Yep. Man, that's my favorite Aaliyah song, guys. That, that's it an amazing song. It's my favorite. Yep. Shaquille, what's your I... favorite Aaliyah song? Chime in. <laughs> um, I got to mention the Rush Hour soundtrack, which also mm-hmm. came out this year.
0: Yep.
1: Um, I got to mention the Jermaine Dupri 12 Soulful Nights of Christmas, which is the most slept on R&B holiday album of all time.
2: I totally forgot about that.
1: Your boy Kenny Lattimore has a song in there. Don't worry. Hmm. (laughs) I got to mention Tim, Timbaland, Tim's bio album that came out. Tim's
2: bio, yes, sir. I have been on a Timbaland album fix lately.
1: I just want to mention that the the R&B tracks on there, like Keep It Real with Genuine, like John Blaze with Aaliyah. Yeah. Those two. And then one last one, Ed's Boy dropped an
2: album this year. TQ West Side. TQ? The only <laughs> thing I remember about that album is the album cover.
0: <laughs> mm, oh, okay. It's like a giant huge.
2: Yeah, West side was huge. The Q was huge. I'll give it to
0: you. <laughs> All right. That's it, Kyle. Uh, I've got one more album to shout out here. Shout outs to our YouTube lovers that uh asked us to mention this one. Mariah Carey's number one that album, which includes the great Germain pre Records, Sweetheart.
1: Wow, that's an amazing song. Actually, I love that. Another, um, Jermaine Dupri knock that I can't get enough of. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that was also on his um his solo album as well, which I wore out in '98.
1: Yes, life in '99. What is it? fourteen something. 1492? <laughs> Two?
2: 1492? something like that. Is he
1: might? He was actually 1472? in 1472? Jermaine Dupree checked in here. I'm not sure if he's still in here, but he's probably shaking. It right.
0: He's probably shaking his head right or now. Yeah, like, get my
2: album name right, player. I think it's 1472.
0: Yes.
1: Exactly. Hold on, I'm getting yelled at. Birthday by Play was on that Timbaland album, Tom.
0: See, Birthday
1: too. by Play is a great song, but it's dated. Right, Kyle? You know why?
0: Because they talk about VCRs?
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leave him alone. This was 98. We were all about the VCRs. Uh, we weren't talking about Netflix and chilling.
0: Oh boy! Next episode, we'll talk about blockbuster bon right. video, but uh, let's talk about rookies right now. Um, all right, what a rookie class! Can I name a couple here? I'm gonna lose my yes. mind over
2: these rookies, but go ahead.
0: All right, we've got the lovely Maya, the very, wow. the very awesome Tyrese Gibson, uh, the amazing Tamia. We've got Sparkle. We've got Playa. We got Nicole Ray. We got Ed's favorite artist of all time, Kelly Price, that debut uh. Ed still loves. We have Divine, who actually just followed us on, uh, on Instagram the other day. There so you go. At least we know I they're alive. Uh, Tatiana Ali, I know a lot of people love her. You might know mm-hmm. her from The Fresh Prince. Link, that's my guy. My dude, Link. And uh, am I missing anyone? I think that's, that's it for now. Oh, and Lauren Hill. Do we count her as a... I, I guess we count that as a rookie, even though she had great success with the Fugees.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's I, it's weird. I guess we can count it as a solo debut. Do you guys she's been around for ten
0: years? Do you guys consider her to be an R&B artist? Like this album is incredible. I'm gonna just put that out of the way because it's probably one of the best albums in the last like thirty years. But and it's definitely a classic. But do you guys look at her as a full R&B artist? I here's the thing, and it's it's so
2: funny today because of the labels we put on artists literally two weeks ago i saw when someone saying the same argument about hip-hop it was like this album isn't a hip-hop album but then you go to r&b on fans and they say oh it's not an r&b album it's both like it's not one or the other and that's cool like if you listen to missy elliott's albums they aren't one or the other they're both and i'm okay with today anderson pop another artist is like half and half if it's done well Cool, but because the R and tracks here are so so good, that's why it's worthy of discussion here. Kyle, I was
1: told you forgot Destiny's Child's debut album.
0: That's true. I did forget. Oh, that. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. it on the collage too. I'm not sure why that happened, but yes, Destiny's Child as well. We cannot hater, hater.
1: Oh god. Hey, you were the one slattering You
0: were the one slattering <laughs> the writings on the wall last week.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know Destiny's Child debut album for
0: Keeping It Real. I've
1: never heard it in my life. Oh, jeez. You actually would like this one, Tom. This one's very good. Cool. All, right. all right, And you forgot one other album. And if anyone in the comments who's tuned in knows this one. Miss Jones, the other woman. Now, this has I some gems on it. I know Miss Jones. Man, she is a radio host who kind of went down in shame. But oh, yeah. this album is legit.
2: Why did she go down I in shame? I forgot she was up there with you guys. But yeah, I don't know uh, about we're,
1: we're not going to go there, Kyle. No, no, no. <laughs> okay.
0: no. No. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you
2: offline,
0: Kyle. All right. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about these albums, these debut albums. Let's start off with Destiny's Child, just in case I forget again. But they had the Clef record. Um, I mean, this this album might not be talked about a lot, but it was just a straight-up R&B album, and they sounded great on it.
2: You know, I'm going to say this, and you can direct your hate to edward bowser in the dms on the ig oh no you can just hit me on et bowser i'm not this and child but i'll say this because i really like this album i have noticed when we consider this album tom and i were talking about jay-z's 1998 album a little bit earlier i feel like a lot of albums that came out pre-2000 for artists that kind of have been headliners in the past 10-15 years get really pushed aside and people don't really give them the love and support. And I know it's because younger fans just haven't heard them, but mm. I think this album is really good. And compared to a lot of Beyonce solo stuff, this stuff is right up there with it, but because it didn't come out in the hot period where it was trending on Twitter, it doesn't get the love that I feel like it deserves. That one definitely falls in that category.
0: No, no, no part one is better than part two. Way better player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If
2: you're mad, stay mad. Way better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh moving on. Uh let's talk about another album here. Man, there's just so many we can talk about. Can we talk about Tamia's debut album, Ed? Is Nicolette in here? Because uh we were trying to get her on here, but this debut album. is I don't know if my girl stars. is here, but if she's she was not here. here. I saw her here earlier.
2: Oh, she's here. Oh she's don't get in trouble. I know she's at work. Don't get uh, on fire because of us player. But yes,
1: you, you want to talk Nicolette, about you,
2: another five-star album?
1: Hold on, hold on there. Nicolette, next time pull a Shaquille Perry and just hide out in the bathroom and tune in and, and call in. God.
2: <laughs> Please yep. don't get caught talking to yourself in the bathroom stall. <laughs> but to me, it's debut another album that is not discussed enough. Another album to me that is five stars, a almost flawless debut. One that I still rock regularly today. And I remember at the time, this album wasn't even that hyped up. She had the um, single, Imagination with Jermaine Dupri. Y'all go check out that video. I love that creepy video that they had. (laughs) But when I I liked the single and I liked her voice. So when I got the album, I was blown away because it was so much better than I expected. And I didn't expect it to be terrible. But I didn't expect it to turn into one of my favorite albums ever. But this is how you make a statement as I debut. Love this one.
0: Tom, so into you. It's, is it better than the childish Gambino version? What? Oh
1: God! <laughs> oh my! Can we just shut this whole show up right now? And Please I'm about do. To flip the whole desk over.
0: My right, goodness! My, no,
2: you Groot might fall. We got to protect him.
1: <laughs> yeah, has that? No one's even chimed in the comments about my Groot. He's got his picks coming up too, guys. All right, he's chilling, boy.
2: Right. But anyway, all his picks I are I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you put a move on my heart i know it came out a couple years prior to this album it was on the album but man i just mm-hmm. remember hearing to for the first time true talent amazing vocalist still one of my favorites mm-hmm. and my favorite album of hers
0: right here you know what's crazy and i just learned this recently but the record uh this time it's love you know that song right ed on the album yeah that song yeah. is like huge in asia for some reason wow really like like massive in asia
2: that always mm. fascinates me when there's a song that over here is so, you know, okay, but then you just learn across seas that it's just like these incredible songs. My boy Damon tells me all the time about these songs that are just like off the chain in the UK, and I'm mm-hmm. like, real? We we were sleeping on that.
0: Hmm. Um. What else should we talk about here? Let's talk about Maya. This is actually a very solid debut, Tom. A lot of great records. The uh, Cisco Collaboration, yeah, there's some. There's a lot of great. There's some great here.
1: album cuts on here too. Yeah, this is a really good album. This is. I don't think this one's nearly celebrated enough, and this was also the year where she had her appearance on the Rugrats soundtrack. Take Me There with Blackstreet and Mace, which I also love. Yeah. But man, I this this might be my favorite Maya album. You know, front to back, it's a, it's a gem. We just yep. interviewed her recently. Check that out if you haven't seen it. And, and uh, it, Ed, did you like this one?
2: I, I haven't heard this one in forever. Um, I, li- really? I remember liking it at the time. And I know that many people have asked for a ranking of her catalog. So I'll get to that soon, probably in the new year. But mm. I remember really liking this. I really like the singles. And I do, to Tom's point, I remember really liking some of the album cuts as well. So I think it's a pretty solid one. I can't wait to go check that one out again.
0: And um, even but- the
2: Rugrats song, though.
0: <laughs> oh, what? man. That was a great. I, I
2: play. I was too old. My brother in law and that crew, like they still play that song today, and they danced around like that. Four, like all oh, that song. They were like in a crib. Like y'all too old. Get out the crib. Oh.
1: Uh, can I? I
0: the, can I, uh, I? see some
1: comments here. I want to yeah. check these comments real quick. Tar Heels fan Dustin M. Mm-hmm. They both love Baby It's Yours. Also, yeah, I wanted to mention that. Um, so that that wasn't even a single, and people still nope. love it. That's pretty cool. But,
0: Tom, I want to interrupt you because I've made a new uh, saddest song of all time uh, oh. for my number one. Every we're gonna,
2: ten yeah. minutes it changes.
0: We're gonna go with the Maya record. If you died, I wouldn't cry because you never loved me anyway. Oh, oh shout out to Lawrence. If, <laughs> he likes that one. Shout outs to Nokio for writing that one. That is the saddest yeah, song. Yeah, Nokio was on one with that one. It doesn't get sadder <laughs> than that. Like Ed, <laughs> we need to love letters on that too. On Yeah, we do. Yeah. That that not, feature's coming back in. We'll have to bring that
2: back because that one I can go all day for just for that one song. <laughs> Man. Don't put the Rugrats song up there. Ugh. Oh, my goodness.
0: All right. Uh, Ed, can we talk about Kelly Price's album? This is a. Finally.
2: This Finally. Is a, this, yes. is a,
0: this is a spectacular. Uh, shout out to the Pretty Ricky reference, but a spectacular
2: oh album. Oh, no. Spectacular. Got other issues going on right now. So Give <laughs> that boy breaks but yes this is no if you know me this is no surprise this album to this day is still my favorite album not r&b album not hip-hop album not gospel album not christmas album my favorite album of all time is this debut this is an album where is no skips for me i will play it from front to back and i was just so enamored with kelly at the time because i knew of her as a background singer And I remember when a friend of mine came out, I've told this story before, I heard it on the radio and I was like, this woman is incredible. Who is this? And me and my Mm -hmm. friend, this is before Google. You can just Google crap like you can now. We went to get the single from the radio store and so we could see who this mysterious woman was. And the cover was a K and a P and just some sunglasses sitting on it. (laughs) So we still didn't even know. It was like her 1998. It was this mysterious woman, yeah. and we did not see who she was until later on. And we learned why later on, why that was kind of done yeah. that way. But to me, Kelly, and I still think is one of the most lost opportunities of our generation. I say it in 98, I was like, this woman will be the Aretha Franklin of our generation. Yeah. She is that incredible.
0: Agreed. Didn't yep.
2: quite Shout- work out like that, but vocally, she is still untouched.
1: Shout out to Kelly Price um we love kelly Price. She shows love to us but ed she definitely was barefoot when recording
2: this album wasn't she oh, oh yes <laughs> they were shoes were thrown way off <laughs>
0: oh boy went running down the cheek <laughs> well this next artist i'm not sure if uh his shoes were off but his shirt was definitely off can we talk about oh. tyrese gibson <laughs> man
2: <laughs> yes his shirt was off yes <laughs>
0: Straight out of the Coca-Cola commercial, straight to the studio, he releases an amazing record called Sweet Lady, written by Jonte Austin, produced by Troy Taylor. That song, guys, is a classic, classic.
2: Absolutely a classic, classic. And I love this album. A lot of people don't remember. He had so much buzz as the, the guy on the bus in the Coke commercial. Like That's what they called him Like at, around school and college. Or when, I think I was probably still in high school when that dropped it was probably senior year but man it was just so much hype going into it and he lived up to it and he went on to have a gigantic career not just in music but in film as well so your boy Kyle it all started here and this is my personal favorite Tyrese album I don't think it's his best but it's my personal favorite
1: you know what I remember about Tyrese from back then he was an MTV VJ you guys yep, remember yep. that yeah I remember
2: and- that that was the
0: thing <laughs> Yep. yeah and uh a lot of people don't remember, but Tyrese's first single was actually Nobody Else. Isn't that the record where he's rapping, Ed? Oh, mm. yes. I'm from Watts, but I'm dough. I remember that very well. We were like, <laughs> dude,
2: where's this actually coming from?
1: Shout I out see this you. comment here. Torian 281. Jante was like 15 when he wrote that, which is pretty incredible. Do you guys remember where you were when you were like 15? I definitely wasn't writing hit songs.
2: No, no, I was probably playing Chrono Trigger or something. I was not <laughs> Chrono <that>. Trigger.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, shout out my boy Lawrence Derry. Yes, I can't go on. It's a sad song, but that's my favorite Tyrese
0: joint from that album, too. Yep, great song. And shout out to the song Lately. That's a great song, too. Um, let's talk about a couple more albums here. Wow, we're only halfway through these, uh, these rookie albums. That's how good this year was. But we got to talk about them Player Boys. Cheers to you, them
2: Player Boys. This song,
0: this, this album probably sold like five copies, but people still talk about it today. Like, that's crazy. It's one of
2: those albums that was so ahead of its time. I mean, you between the three of us, we can talk all day about the impact of Static Major, Underrated Black, Underrated Smokey. We are just huge fans of all three. And I remember when I heard the single, like, Don't Stop the Music, which doesn't sound like really the sound of the actual album. But I really yeah. liked that song, and I knew, y'all know me, I was a big Timberland, Missy stand, so mm-hmm. I had to get that because I knew they were part of the collective. They had done some stuff on the Timberland and Magoo album, so I was familiar with them. But the album blew me away because it was, to me, I, I can't call it Neo-New Soul because it sounds like Neo-Soul. It's not Neo-Soul. But yep. it was a kind of like a modern evolution of where I thought R&B would be going yeah. because it was very soulful, but it just sounded so new and fresh and relatable to me. Another one of my favorite albums of all time.
1: I got to say, when I discussed, when we're discussing a lot of these albums, like for example, Faith Evans album, I can honestly say it sounds dated. Some of the songs on there at this point in 2020, this play album does not sound dated to me. And we're 22 years later, much credit to Timbaland for that, but also the group's vision. And I got to show so much love for that incredible album.
0: The only song I will throw off that album, guys,
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> don't say it, because I know you're going to say it. Say it. Really? The
2: Foxy Brown song? Yep. Out. That's out. That's out. No, that's it's not out. That doesn't even really sound like, like her verse. But, well, I know, <laughs> because it came... I can't remember the story. Was it from a soundtrack Yeah, or it song? was from a soundtrack. It, yep. But I like that song. It doesn't sound like their sound. Yes, I agree with that. And I don't really like her verse. But I like that song.
0: Ed, I would take Gospel Interlude ten times out of ten over that song. <laughs> I will keep
2: both for the record. All right. Now
1: <laughs> now, Ed, we're gonna do another love letters about the song One Man Woman from this album. There's a line in there that we need some clarification on.
2: Oh boy. Yeah, we have to do that one. Shout out to your <laughs> girl Aaliyah, cause she was on that one. It's some I love that song though. I do too. I love it.
0: Um and not too far away from Playa is Nicole Ray, Make It Hot. They had a couple of joints on that album, Make It Hot, of course. Look at that. Look at that. Cool him off. <laughs> Playa, I'm going to have
2: to get up out of this. I'm about to get
0: hot. <laughs> <laughs> that Nicole Ray album, Ed, you love this album. This is one of your favorites,
2: Oh, too. my God. I love this episode because y'all always get on me for hating everything. Ed hates everything. He likes nothing. I love everything on this episode. And this album, once again, I've said it like 10 times, another of my favorite albums of all time. I love Nicole. I like she's of course from the VA click. She grew up in my area. We like went to the same school, we didn't know each other though. But so I had that hometown connection with her. So when I heard that she was coming out, I'm like, okay, cool. I love Make It Hot. I copped the album the first day. And man, that album to this day, 22 years later, I still rock it all the time from front to back. It's so fun. I love the collaborations that she did with Lil Mo, Missy, a lot of player on there doing a lot of writing and arranging for that. And it just fits her sound so well. Another one is just pure nostalgia for me. It's not a perfect album by any means. I actually reviewed it a couple months ago as kind of like a retro review, which I don't really do. But I just have so much to say about it. It's not perfect, but it's pure nostalgia for your boy.
1: It's crazy. We're talking about 1998. We haven't even celebrated you know, Missy for having an album or anything. But man, her impact was huge back then on you know? this album. She was on the play album. She was on the total album. I mean, she was everywhere. And I don't even feel like this is this part of her discography even gets the appreciation it should. I mean, everyone calls her an icon and a legend, which she is. But, man, there's so much more that she has had an impact on that doesn't even get noticed at this time. But, man, this album, love for impact on this one. It's uh, it's grown on me over the years. Eyes Burn Not Wander, Raise Your Frown, I love. Testing
2: Our Love, I love. Yep. Um, So, man, love it. Mm -hmm. I just think it goes back to my point. Like, once you hit that late 90s stuff, I just don't feel like that the artists who we celebrate today – Their work in the late 90s, it really laid the foundation for them to be the big artists in the 2000s. We don't give them the love that they deserve. You never hear about the great records that Missy produced in this era. And you should, because Mm -hmm. that's what made her Missy. Uh,
0: On a side note, did we ever find out where Mocha is, the rapper on Make It Hot?
2: (laughs) Actually, yes. Someone did find Mocha on the cypher, and I'm blanking where she is. Somebody found Mocha. She's still here. She's still with us. I can't remember Listen,
1: though. For about 10 years, we tried to find Magoo, and then Kyle finally did a few years ago. So that was an accomplishment. That was one of our biggest
3: accomplishments, Kyle. It, that was it a was. pretty big accomplishment. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that, that was on my to do list, and, and we did it. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Nicole Ray, still doing her thing as Lady Ray. So go check out her music. Yeah, it's uh, my girl. I knew we wouldn't be able to get this all condensed into an hour, so we're just going to keep on going until this cuts off. Um, Oh, my God. A couple more albums here that I want to talk about. Sparkle, um, which was produced by the men that we shall not talk about. She had a big album. And I got to talk about Link as well, because that's an album. That's one of those slept on albums as well. And can we talk about Divine? Because I feel like Divine, like they dropped one big song. It was a number one hit. And then they just vanished.
2: Yes, that Divine record just was big at the time. I have the actual single, the actual single that that was a thing back in the day, and I got the single. It's around here somewhere. And they were another that I just thought would be. We had big things coming. Didn't quite work out, but that was that one hit wonder. Now, I mean, you want to talk about Montel? This is <laughs> a one hit wonder. If you want to talk about that, but it was deserved.
0: It was a good song.
1: Actually, what I- label
2: were they on? Does anyone remember? I
0: don't know. Uh, no, I uh, I'll look it up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I, but Ed, I think Divine actually had two hits. What was the second hit? One more try. Wait, that's the that's the cover of the George Michael song. I think. I don't remember. I, that I don't know.
2: I had to look that
0: up. Yeah, it was a big hit. Really? Mm. Yeah, number twenty nine on the Billboard one hundred. That's huh. pretty good. Um. Uh, Shaquille Perry wanted us to talk about Lauryn Hill again. I thought we did. <laughs> well, we
2: can again. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think that this is a five star release. And you know, one thing that annoys me about Lauren with some younger fans, and I know, you know, you know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know. And I think today, Lauren is just like the the crazy old lady that shows up late and only had one album. And ha ha ha! Look, players. This album is one of the best albums of its era. And I think that it deserves all the love it gets. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. because of the drama, whatever, some misunderstandings in some cases, it, she doesn't get the love that she deserves as an artist. Because when it comes to vocally and her peak, vocally and lyrically as a rapper, she was the total package. And she's everything. And it's all square Drake is, except actually that. So she gets love from me always. I don't care. She never makes another album. She's got two five-star albums if you count the Fuji's last album. So mm-hmm. I'm not hating on that.
1: Ed was handing out five stars to everything back then.
2: Well, it was banging back then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see my list of this
0: year's albums. Mm. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, well, what I'll say about this Lauren Hill album, is it's crazy. Everyone has a different favorite song. Like, I love Nothing Even Matters. A lot of people love X Factor. And a lot of people love, man, everyone loves everything on this album. So this is a yeah, big yeah. album and uh very, a very, 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 very celebrated. So there you go. Shaquille Perry. We talked about the album. Uh, <laughs> yes. I want to give a quick shout out to Tatiana Ali. She had that daydreaming record that a lot of people love. Ed, did you see her as a star? Because she had that big thing with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Will Smith is on this album as well. Like, could you see the potential? Yeah, I mean, at the time, we thought she was going to be...
2: I mean, the precedent was already set with um with Brandy, because people forget that Brandy, before Moesha, she was on Thea, she was on that show, and this was Fresh Prince was way, way more successful than that. Arguably, you could say Fresh Prince was more successful than Moesha. She had a huge platform, and she was able to carry that over, and that, I like that single. I don't remember much about the album itself. I'm sure I heard it later on i never bought it but just didn't quite work out for her. but every back in 98 we had every opportunity to, to think that she was going to blow up next
0: so there you go um so we're gonna start doing our countdown here um i think we invited a couple people so you guys can definitely hop on now uh brandon and derek damon done
1: is this like um Royal Rumble or Survivor Series? How does this work now? With, I,
0: with I all these people know. coming in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you this <laughs> Royal Rumble. Their number got called. Just hop on. But, uh, Play while, Damon's music. While we're getting started here, as we look at our favorite three albums, um, Tom, can you just tell us some that didn't make the cut for you?
1: Well, there was a name I wanted to mention who we didn't mention. I'll, I'll bring him up, a rookie. Uh, Rel made his first appearance mm. on the Streets is Watching soundtrack, Ed.
2: Man, listen. <laughs> Tell them about that because <laughs> y'all don't understand. We thought that Rail was going to be a big deal. I mean, what was the song? Love for Free? Oh, yes. my goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We were like, all right, he's next up. And it did, he did a whole lot of features, and we didn't really get that complete body of work we expected from him. Yeah. But he yeah. had a
0: lot of potential. hmm Who right, else? Uh,
1: I'm uh, we got we got them on here?
0: No, they're not on. So we're gonna have to Uh-oh. get started on this top three. Um Are they in the chat? Hold on. They're in here.
1: I saw them earlier.
2: I don't know where they are now. Don't get nervous we now. Get,
1: we might have to get Shaquille back on here. <laughs> Where's um I saw Damon in here?
2: Yeah, but and, it's and, probably and, like 3 a.m. at Damon's time. He probably fell asleep. Wait, the Royal the one,
0: o- I see Brandon Brandon O'Sullivan coming in. The O'Sullivan, yeah, are you there? Theo Sullivan.
2: <laughs> Look, player, that man is not Theo.
0: All right, we're we're getting Brandon connected now. There's my is that boy. Theo. Here we go. What's up, man? Yeah. What's going on, Brandon? How's hey, it going You I gotta right. tell you, man, we, we thought
1: your name was Theo Sullivan Brandon.
4: Well, yeah, that's my Instagram username, but it's Brandon O'Sullivan is switched, yeah.
2: It's the gotcha. Brandon No Sullivan. These dudes and gave you a whole name. They were like, "We're bringing on Theo." I was like, "Who is Theo?" No Theo. Like you know Theo. I'm like, I don't know Theo. <laughs> Damon uh, says he needs the code thing.
0: Did you send him the link?
2: No, I didn't send him. The link. I thought you would send him the link.
0: All right. uh, I guess I'll send just, him the link. Just drop
1: the code. Just. Drop the link in the Instagram.
0: What are we just having? Oh a my road- gosh,
2: we have seventy people on this thing. <laughs>
0: All right, well let's get <laughs> let's get started on this top three while I try to get uh, Damon in here. Uh, Brandon, Hold on. You know- well, well, just get him in
1: here. Give Brandon a chance to, to recap '98 for him. Where were you? You know, what do you remember most about the year? Get Damon uh, in born, here. In the
4: meantime, I was born in '99, but what? I did, yeah, these, these babies. I told man. You. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I told you guys like probably back in the 2006 podcast when you're talking about it but i do recognize 98 as like probably the top tiers of r&b that's the great year of yep. r&b wow it sonically it was great and as a producer i appreciate a lot of the words that came out so though
0: so you're uh you're a producer are you making trap music like what, what's the situation
4: yeah, I mean, I did retire trap beats a little bit more so to R V. Uh, wow, but also, I'm not big on RB trap like that because unfortunately, that's what's popular nowadays. Yeah, all mm. right, yeah, so that's pretty much it. All
0: right, Damon, five second countdown. I, I, I'm try- I can't even find him on Instagram.
2: Hold on, I can send him the link.
0: All right, you do that. So, um <laughs> Let's just get started because I think we're probably losing followers at this point. Um, Tom, do you want to get started? Your f- number three favorite album of Wait, Are we doing?
1: Are we doing rookie? Or do we do that still?
0: Oh yeah, I guess we do. Who was your rookie of the year?
1: Wait, so hold on. If a if a rookie, they can be the rookie. Can they be in the top three? Also, I'm going to do course.
0: it. Of course.
1: All right, I'm going to say I'm going to not take a rookie who's in my top three. So I'm going to go with, and I'm not going to count lauren hill is a rookie either i just, just can't i'm picking maya as my favorite rookie just because i love that album still listen to it the most probably out of most of these other ones so for me personally that's what i'm going with maya's debut
0: all right uh what about for you brandon who's your rookie of the year in 1998
4: if i had to pick it'll be kelly price Ooh. like i really love her debut. I'm, I mean, nothing that tops her debut. It is one of my personal favorite r albums. And, yeah, I'll pick Kelly Price.
0: Ed, did, well, first of all, did you get uh, Damon in here?
2: Um, Damon's got the link. He should be joining us soon. Um, well, who's your rookie? I mean, y'all know my answer. Just – I'm piggybacking off of everything that young Theo said since y'all didn't gave him that. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is my I mean, but it's so crazy cuz you can pick like so many, but I have to go with Kelly here. I would be betraying her if not. But Nicole Ray, she's right behind us. She's like on her mm. tail.
0: Mhm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is a tough one for me. Because I mean, I think Tamia is my choice. But then I also love Tyrese. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with Tamia because I'm Canadian and okay. she's Canadian.
1: Oh, wow. Great reasoning behind that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Such xenophobia. But, <laughs>
2: I mean, it's a great album, so I can't hate on
1: that. That's like when Ed shows love to every Southern artist. Oh, my <sighs>
2: God. First of all, I always show love to the <laughs> VA artists. Get it right.
0: I don't know. Trey, Trey Songs isn't. uh exactly yeah, behaving he's... these days ed
2: uh, no we're not in covid <laughs> no not with that we love trade stay tuned to the player
0: please awards
2: that's all i gotta say for that one all right <laughs> um
0: damon is, is damon coming in here um i sent him the link and he liked it so he's alive tom who does groot, who does groot have as the uh rookie of the year
2: groot Groot. <laughs> hold on let
0: me, up, let me put up to the mic here. <laughs>
1: i am groot that's,
2: that's oh my it. god
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that translated into Nicole Ray I can speak good. I think so actually I agree
0: I'm gonna right. say that uh because Damon is not here oh I see him now cause I was gonna okay, okay we'll add Damon in here as well this is a party guys yes we got the <laughs> whole crew Oh man, he looks right. like he's fifteen.
3: Oh, <laughs> hello! Don't do that. Hey, Damon, you Damon. gotta
0: you gotta flip your camera.
3: Oh, Like this, okay?
0: There you go. Uh,
2: it's it's my boy, my boy. This my uh, is my I... RB son.
0: Or actually, Damon, can you flip it back? No, like no, his it's no, good. It's good, it's good, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good, okay. It's good. Now you do it. Okay. okay. All, right. All, right. All, right. All right, Damon.
1: Damon, how old are you?
3: Um, I'm currently fifteen.
1: Wow, Eight.
2: Ed, we're running a daycare
1: center here. Been, <laughs> Listen, we have 15, a bunch of babies. <laughs> but
2: the most knowledgeable dude with the very white voice can't sleep on my boy.
0: Fifteen. This wow. is wow. This is amazing man. right now.
2: I love it. I love it. Are we discussing Bryson Tiller
0: next? What's going? No.
2: on? No, never <laughs> that. Damon, no might, with that. guys,
0: Damon might be the rookie of the year. 15, sheesh. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, uh, Damon, who is your rookie of the year?
3: Oh, well, Lauren doesn't count, so um, no, actually, to be fair, it just puts on spot. Um, i like. <laughs> Because Lauren doesn't count. Lauren's like kind of a cop out, but
0: if if you want to say Lauren, you can say Lauren. We'll call it a cop yeah. out, but
3: yeah, you... Lauren's the only one that comes to mind. I mean, obviously, that album's like massive, like it was then, still probably now. And was it like she went on the Grammys sweep Reap as well? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah she so yeah. got
2: like a 90 Grammys off of
3: it. It's saying,
0: <laughs> all right. All right, so we got that out of the way, and now we can mm-hmm. get into our top three favorite albums of 1998. Tom, who is number three? These could lot. all be
1: number one for there's, me. There's but... a lot here.
0: Yeah, these could all be number
1: one. Number <laughs> three is Tamia for it. me, it's one I still listen to front to back. Love that album. Easily could have been my number one, but it's my number three. Love Tamia.
0: What about you, Ed?
2: I am going to, I'm going to keep it real on this one. I'm going to have two lists because I'm going to have Stan Ed list and I'm going to have Soul and Stereo Ed list. So we can have <laughs> wow. two differentiating viewpoints yeah. because I can't leave out my favorites. So Soul and Stereo Ed says number three is Room 112. Ed Ed says it's player because I got
0: to show my boys love. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Brandon, what about you?
4: This is difficult because it's 98. I would agree with Tom in terms of Tamia, but I'll go with Room 112 as my number three pick. I feel like as a sophomore album, it's very diverse as compared to the first album, which was more, you know, more of an introduction, more ballad heavy. But there were a lot of songs that I really come back to, like the Woman Faith Evans for a while. Mm-hmm. I really love that song. Um, so, So what to Hold, I really love that one as well. Mm-hmm. I'm Crazy Over You. Yep. And of yep. course, um your letter, which is like the clothing song, and it is very sad as well. Very sad. <laughs> but sad as yeah, 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 but yeah, really love the album.
0: Damon.
3: Right, um, this hasn't been mentioned tonight. Um, Ed will probably know this one. It's the um, Why Do Fools Fall in Love soundtrack? That's oh! like mm. Wow, wow. <laughs>
4: oh, you know I love what?
3: it. Yeah sleeper mm-hmm. missy timberland all over that one the destiny's yeah. child got on the bus song,
2: Get on the bus. song. yes
0: yes does that Isn't count a sleeper hit. does that great count hit. as a number three i guess I'm it does all right well that's a great pick that is a good yeah pick. it is a great pick. i did not expect that uh yeah, that my number be. three will be play a cheers to you as well those are my guys i love that album I can't really think of a flaw on that album but i think there's just two albums that to me are better than that one so but it's close that could easily be number one if it's if it was 2020 it would definitely be number one but
2: oh please if it was 1990- 2020
0: it would be number one and everything else would be number 38
2: i like, wouldn't be <laughs> close
1: all right so play uh, as can my- i give a can i give a shout out real quick Yep. to Damon's parents because he, his parents are getting shouted out for raising him right in the
0: Instagram chat by Nancy <laughs> <Yeah>. Noir. <laughs> Wait,
3: do they and listen Nick to like R&B, Barney. Damon? Um, well, my mom like, listens to like, the hits, and then I like, I was like, oh, I recognize that, and then just kind of went off my own. Oh, I've yes. only been listening to it, like R&B the like, last year and a half or
0: something like that. Wow. So, a year heck? and a
2: half and this much knowledge. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. mm, yeah. All right. I'm, wow uh number two tom it's gotta be
1: playa cheers to you mm. i'm getting screamed at in the in the chat by shaquille if, if we don't put this one on the list we're gonna get yelled at and <laughs> lose oh, a follower down, i said earlier i said earlier why i love this one but yeah still play it still sounds fresh
2: what about you ed Soul and Stereo Ed says number two is my girl, Kelly Price. That's Soul and Stereo Ed. Sure, but Real Ed says Nicole Ray has to come mm-hmm. in at number two. Hmm.
0: Brandon?
4: well, This one, it will be a little controversial. For number two, I actually have to go with Embryo by Maxwell. Wow. Like, mm. yeah, I, I'm, like... I'm riding with you. And with that album, yeah. yes, it is very left field, but to me, I always go back to it more so because of the production. I really love the production a lot here, It's especially with him teaming up with Stuart Matthewman of Sade to create a sound mm-hmm. this album. Yeah, it's really good and sure, and there are some song titles like Ever Watching is that one of the titles, because some of these song titles rem- remind me of the music soul child anyway, but. I cannot so, deny that. yeah. So I cannot so deny. Oh. time. That. yeah. <laughs> I cannot deny. I cannot deny. That. Some of the influences it had with this one, especially with the younger cast like The Weeknd of Frank Ocean and Miguel, for example. But I really love this album. My favorite Maxwell album.
2: Nice. I'm with you.
1: David. Kyle, I feel like I feel like the guests we brought into the show are smarter than me. I mean, I'm getting nervous here. They're more knowledgeable. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. am I being replaced, guys? Yeah. No,
0: No, player. This is how it <laughs> happens. come back. Damon will be <laughs> in that chair. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're not being replaced.
0: Okay. Hey, man. He's white. You're white. I think we'll be good. <laughs> oh. people, people won't <laughs> oh even know.
4: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. All right. Uh, Damon, anyway, what's your number two?
3: <sighs> um, number two, personal favorite of mine. It's um, to me as debut. Mm-hmm. I mean, Top bottom zero skips. Yep, just yep. amazing.
0: That's my number two as well. I'm going with Tamia, it's so close to number one. So, so, so close. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost want to put it at number one, but I can't because my 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 allegiance and my loyalty goes towards one vocal Bible. But uh, no. <laughs> no. but my number two is Tamia. <laughs> <laughs> uh tom
1: i think you guys know my number one taking it back to my aol instant messenger days (laughs) yeah, room 112 in the house (laughs) that's my number one right there sorry Mm -hmm. mike man don't be weirded out it's all love
2: (laughs) ed all right so i've got to do my two things i mean before i hit the number one it's just crazy Mm -hmm. because i know people are going to yell at us because we left off I don't know, it, Whitney and Escape and Deborah yeah. and, and, and you mentioned um, like Tamia and and Brandy. And it's just like yeah. Maxwell, there's so much good stuff this year. I feel crazy just doing three, but got to do three. My number one, if I was solo and stereo, Ed, it would be Lauren Hill without question. But my favorite, as you all know, mm-hmm. is Miss Kelly Price. Got to go with my <laughs> girl.
0: Mm. There you go. It, 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 brandon
4: i co co-signed with ed undoubtedly kelly price will be my number one pick with her yeah. debut is incredible i mean the closest thing she almost talked with is her album priceless which probably came out in no 03 but i really love her debut so much like it's well crafted it's melodic it's memorable and it's perfectly delivered like there's not a single flaw in this album like I can listen to it from the back and just be like, oh my God, this woman is something special. She's vocally gifted.
0: Yeah.
2: Brandon B. Yep.
0: Yep.
1: It seems like like Ed just brought a guest on here who would agree with everything he says. I don't know. What do you think, Kyle?
0: Yeah, I think so. Brandon, can you give me <laughs> can me? can you give me your best Ed impression? Can you say play a please?
2: <laughs> <laughs> play a please. There you go.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. Damon, uh, I think I know who your number one is. I know Damon's number one, but hit us with it, player. But hold on, Damon. Before you answer that, I need to know, because you've been doing your research. Do you know who the artist Link is? No, no idea. No, no idea. <laughs> so he has a actually a very good album that came out in 1998. And That's I don't know. Homework. You You need to do your homework because you're young. So yeah. this lyric might scare you a little bit, but he has a song oh. that has the lyrics hit you with a 69. Oh, no. That's <laughs> a great song.
2: Uh, uh, Kyle. No. Kyle. Stop corrupting the children. But All right. Damon, I'll hook I you know, up with some Link songs.
0: That Link song. Yes, yeah, that... so I was going to say, you know Lil' Kim, you're good. Link is good. <laughs> but who is your number one?
3: Um, well, well, on my version of the album, I can't spell my name right, but um, Nicole Ray. Make a halt. I mean,
0: that's your number one. What the hell? I wouldn't argue with that. <laughs> no, of like course it's wow. am number one. I wouldn't argue with that.
1: Ed brought his it. crew on here because no one ever agrees with him. He needed. He felt lonely. <laughs>
2: and this is what we end up with. Listen, I got my son and my boy, and we're rolling. Three <laughs> on two, finally.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nicole Ray has your number, and I love that album. But never in my life did I think anyone other than Ed would say that.
3: Well, oh, now, top you five got favorites.
0: Wow. wow. Justice for Lady Ray. Yes, it
1: I don't even think Nicole Ray would have her album at number one.
2: And well, we love Nicole Ray. <laughs> she's a humble lady. She's from Portsmouth, Virginia. We're all humble, just yeah. salt of the earth people. Man. All, all right. right. Sorry. My bad guy. i
0: so, so, is it my turn?
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. No, so, you're number one.
0: So, my number one album will have to go to the Vocal Bible otherwise known as brandy brandon. norwood uh uh-huh. otherwise known as at forever brandy mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, otherwise known as moesha uh this yeah. album is pretty amazing it has the record angel in disguise and i know I, ed and tom i know you love that song and i, know, I can yep. think i could speak for brandon and damon as well mm-hmm. that is like a great song top great. top one of one amazing songs of all time joe Shout was featured. Out to joe joe yes. was featured yeah. so yeah I'm going to have to go with Brandy. Cool. So I I think that's it for this week when it comes to the countdown. But I mean, before we get out of here, I'll give you guys an opportunity to plug whatever you have going on. Uh, Damon, what time is it over there right now? Oh, no. Like quarter past two.
2: Oh. Oh.
4: Oh, that's happen. no
0: when you're 15, you can do that. That's no big deal. Yeah, yet. yeah, <laughs> All right, Damon, uh, what do you have to plug for yourself?
3: Um, not really much. I'm just trying to um, do revision. That's all I've got in life for now. Awesome. That's <laughs> wow.
0: Uh, Brandon, what do you have going on?
4: Well, not really much going on. Spending time with the family as usual. We still live in a pandemic, as people seem to forget. <laughs> oh, but, <laughs> yeah,
2: remind yeah. them.
4: Yeah, and not much really going on. Join us in, and please stay safe. Like, this is gonna be a joke, it's not going away anytime soon.
0: That's true. Uh, Ed, what's going on with Soul and Stereo.com?
2: Everything is going on with Soul and Stereo.com. Shout out to Damon, who is a big member of the Cypher. If you are on Facebook, if you're not on Facebook, it's the only reason to get on Facebook. Go check us out, just put Soul and Stereo Cypher in the bar. We can have these conversations all day, every day, even quarter past two where Damon is. But on the site, we have your boy Shaquille Perry stopped by to talk about Aaliyah. I had a head to head with him about Aaliyah. That actually was very, very fiery on the social medias this week. So check that out. We asked the question, should she be considered an R&B legend? You know, we kept it real. So go read that. Also, we have finally the top 50 Christmas songs voted on by Soul & Stereo Mm -hmm. readers. And that came out very, very good. So if you need your playlist right, go check that out. And I will make this public because that way it will force me to do it. By the time we have our next podcast, the top 50 R&B and hip hop albums of the year from Soul & Stereo, I will have that published. The list is done. I just got to finish formatting it. So hopefully by next week, the top 50 albums of the year will be up. Get ready to yell at me, Brandy fans!
0: Will there be more <laughs> hip hop? Will there be more hip hop albums or R and B albums on that list? Oh, yeah, what I, do you I, think?
4: I bet hip hop because there's not a lot of good R and B this year. There are some. Thank you, a lot Brandon.
0: Hey, we can't be saying that on this R and B podcast.
2: Sorry, <laughs> but <it's... laughs> there uh, will be R and B albums, but mm-hmm. not as many hip hop albums. Yeah.
0: All right, mm-hmm. uh, Tom. Over at you know. I got so you and I have done a ton of interviews and i'll let you name some in a bit but also we've been working on our top uh, songs of the year like we do every year so stay tuned for that tom will be responsible for putting the playlists together on spotify i'm tasking him with that right now he doesn't even know it but <laughs> <laughs> What's, what, what else what, who did we interview this week
1: um i can't even remember you interviewed a few yeah this is all old news because i'm reading these instagram comments they're already debating '97. I almost feel like they want to just go right in. We're not going to do that. We need a rest. Me and Ed are old. I don't know about (laughs) these babies on with us, but shout out to Lawrence, Nancy Noir, Nicolette, Shaquille, uh, Tar Heel fan, Montrez Jones. Um, Those are some of the ones I see rocking with us till the end here. Um, Obviously Brandon and Damon for being on here with us. We appreciate you. Um, You know, I'm just looking forward to putting out our year-end list for songs on the yep. site. We you know we collaborate with Ed on that. No one really knew who we had for number one, so it'll be interesting to see yep. when we put it out.
0: Awesome. And before we get out of here, I want to first off thank Damon and Brandon for joining us. Uh, Ed, Tom, oh. you know what it is. But before we get out of here, let's, uh, let's do a poll here to end this off. <laughs> <Okay>. oh, <boy. laughs> Raise boy. your hand if you think Keisha Cole is going to win the versus battle. Oh my God. <laughs> J- Just Randy. She's Brandon? not
2: going to win,
0: but she should win. Raise your hand if you think Ashanti is going to win the versus battle.
3: Based on I feel hits, like there's No quality. Feel... Based on Right.
2: Thank you, Damon. He,
1: he spoke truth. I feel like there's a chance Ashanti could screw it up for herself and end up losing,
3: but I think she should win. All right. Depends on the order.
2: It, that's it's all about the order but yeah. if we're talking actual quality it ain't no contest
0: And the but it's a hit too. battle mm-hmm. it's not a quality battle that's true mm-hmm. all right well i think that's it for this week we actually went an hour and 30 minutes that's actually pretty impressive but wow i appreciate you guys for tuning in we'll be back next week with 1997 i think we have a special guest lined up for that as well and uh We'll be back, guys. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Stay safe and go listen to that Ashanti Christmas album. Oh, God. peace.
4: what
2: I won't be doing. (laughs)